What's going on, guys? Welcome back to MST. What is this, episode four now? Um, we're here, as always, with Eric. Eric, how you doing? Not bad. And we're here with Eric's high school friend, now breakout basketball star at Creighton University, uh, Marcus Zigorowski. How you doing? Good, good. What's up, man? Not much, uh, you know. Uh, how's uh, how's quarantine treating you? <laughs> Quarantine's terrible, man. It's I'm actually up at school doing doing some rehab for my knee that I hurt in the last game. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw that. Um, how's uh, you just had treatment, right? Just got out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got my first session of rehab done. Now I gotta. I mean, they ha- they're they're quarantine quarantining me up here, so I can't leave my dorm. Yeah. Just for like a couple more days, though. Oh, that's not too bad, man. Um, yeah. So obviously we we got you on. We're gonna talk about uh, kind of like growing up and stuff like that, and uh, and a basketball family especially, and then kind of like how you've gotten to where you are. Um, kind of this breakout season you had. I mean, obviously you you put a played a pretty good freshman year too, too, but you definitely you upped your minutes this year and broke out, became an All American by uh, who was it CBS somebody ranked you all-american second team correct at NBC and then a couple like honorable mentions like from um the Associated Press and you know uh stadiums just small uh, other small uh markets so it yeah it was good definitely sounds dope um so first to just start off we ask everybody this um so when's this like when was the first moment that you fell in love with basketball? You have you ever have like that one moment that sticks out in your head where you're like, this is what I want to do the rest of my life? Um, I'm not sure on like a specific moment, honestly, because, um, you know, ever since I can remember, I've been playing basketball. So I just think, honestly, you know, I used to love, you know, my, when my dad, uh, my dad coached at Charlestown in, uh, in Boston for uh, yep. 10 plus years. So growing up, you know, I used to always go to their practices, games, like wherever and I, in like that 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 Charlestown team, like those teams, kind of made me fall in love with it. You know, just being around a lot of city guys, and then just being around that type of like environment, and that kind of like you know molded me into like just like like loving basketball so much, and then just obviously have, being a basketball family. You know, it's like I have no choice but to play basketball, yeah. so I might as well love it. <laughs> you kind of that's kind of like your only option. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. Literally, like everybody in your family plays basketball. <laughs> um, exactly. Um, so yeah, I guess you have to go that route. Um, so like, just talk about growing up in that family. What was that like for you? It, it's it's been awesome, you know, in terms of basketball and you know everything. You know, since we all play basketball, you know, our schedules are usually the same. You know, we're always, you know, growing up, we we would always work out together. You know, I was fortunate enough, you know, that my parents put a court in my backyard, so in fourth grade, you know, I remember getting off a school bus and it was being made and I was like the happiest kid on earth. And then, you know, ever since that day, you know, just growing up, we were always out there playing for 10 hours a day, just me, Max, Macy, Michael, yep. my parents just coaching us. So yeah, it's been, it's been awesome being able to, you know, have, you know, your, you know, your, your family and, and then having basketball, you know, all in one and being able to do it all together. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a big part of it. Family, the support. Um, everybody just there being with you, you guys all get to do something you love together. Uh, it's definitely, definitely fortunate to have that. Um, so like, who were some of those influences you had, uh, growing up? So any guys in the, in the league, you modeled your game after your older brother, your sister, 
um, your own, your twin brother Max. Any your like anybody specifically? Uh, you know, obviously my, you know, I look up to my dad a lot. You know, even though he didn't, you know, pursue basketball as hard as you know probably I do, but yeah. he's, you know, he 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 put the ball and you know both my parents and but obviously my older brother Michael. You know, I look, you know, he he set the, you know, the kind of the blueprint of you know how yeah. to how to get to the highest level, and I'm just trying to follow in his footsteps and then yeah. you know take it wherever I want to take it. But um, in NBA, yeah, I used to always watch Steve Nash. I'm a big, you know, he's a guy I kind of try yeah. to emulate my game after. You know, a guy that's kind of you know, people think he's undersized. People think he's, you know, because he's white or whatever. He's, but he's, he's a two-time champ. So like, I and yeah. I watch Steph Curry. Kem, I watch, you know, who I am. You know, I watch everybody. You know, whoever I'm watching, I try to take a, 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 anything from anybody. But Kevin Walker, Steph Curry, Chris Paul, you know, Steve Nash, yeah. guys like that. Smaller guards, stuff like that. Exactly. Because you're 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 a smaller guard, relatively. You're like what six two ish. Yeah, about six one, six two. All right, for yeah, sure. So definitely shoes on, like six six two. Shoes on. <laughs> yeah, always got to talk about the shoes. Exactly. Uh, um, oh, any any specific shoes that you like? Since we're on the topic. <sighs> my favorites. I, I only wore uh, the Giannis's this year. Uh, Greek freaks. Those are my favorite right. ball kicks out right now. Trust me, right. the most comfortable shoes ever. Yeah. Any any growing up that stuck out? Oh, I used to, I used to love wearing Jordans, yeah. even though I didn't have that many growing up. You know, they were expensive, yeah. but you know, nothing. I used to always get shoes off eBay. Like that was the thing when I was younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my my dad is so cheap to this day, so he used to, get, <laughs> he used to just go on eBay get like a pair for thirty dollars for like six months. I'm like, but I, I used to think I was the man, like. But growing up, now now looking back on it, I'm like, yo, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, I actually, so I, I went to school, if you guys don't know, I went to school with Marcus, um, sophomore year. Um, but, uh, so I got to see him play, which is pretty fun, especially in high school. You just see this, you know, this kid kind of developing his game. You just see different things every game, um, you know, that he's trying out, stuff like that. But, uh, Marcus, what would you say, like, um, like in high school, like how would you, like what motivated you to to become the player you are right now? I just knew I was always like uh, under the radar. Like I knew I was playing. Like I used to, I used to play so well in certain tournaments and not get anything. Like not get any hype or whatever. You know, I, I'm not into for hype, but you know, it's it was good to get some love. Like I I just wanted some like some type of like yo like check this kid out, but no one really. You know, I won. I went twenty-five and zero in Hamilton, and I won a lot at Tilton. And you know, going into college, I was still like, guys, were, you know, I still had some people doubting me. Like, man, like, I just won Player of the Year, and so ever all throughout high school, you know, my parents kind of had to like, not big up me, but like, like, yeah, like trying to like, of, yeah, like, and then I finally like, I finally broke out a little bit, you know, in the summer of my junior year, going into my senior year, and got got some offers, whatever. But you know, I I, I was always, you know. Like, I was always just under the radar and underrated, whatever. And but I didn't think I was. Like, I I knew I was better than a lot of guys that are getting a lot of hype and are ranked top fifty. But I, it just. But now it's all coming out now, so you know, I, it's it's good to have the last lap, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Even in uh like this year and um, like obviously Tyshawn was a big part of your team, um. But like this year, you have a—I forget what the game was—but you went like five for five from three. 
and just listening to it on TV and the announcers are like, who is this guy? And it's kind of, I felt like that was probably like a breakout moment for you, which we'll talk about later. But obviously that like under the radar factor, that underdog factor is definitely plays a part of your motivation, I assume. Yeah, it's always been, and it, it always will. Cause you know, that doesn't go away. You know, I try and keep. I try and keep that. You know, feeling in my in my in my in my head, like you know what, I'm not supposed to be here. You know, st- stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, on the show, we talk about a lot of like regular basketball or any sports and in-game stuff, but we also like to talk about life off the court. So, um, really quick, just gonna go over like what this moment was like for you. So, obviously, Michael gets drafted, and what grade were you in at this point when Michael got drafted? I was in eighth grade. All right. So obviously like middle school, stuff like that. Um, your brother gets drafted and then, you know, did, did anything in school change for you? Did life change, especially as he started to get more recognition and then he wins rookie of the year. Did any people start treating you any differently or like anybody who wasn't necessarily your friend was treating you differently, but your friends were still treating you the same, anything like that? Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I don't, I don't really think so. You know, I think people kind of like already looked at like my family as like a hoop family and, you know, yeah. we're kind of like the outliers because we take sport, like took it so seriously, you know, where I'm from, you know, not many people make it out, you know, through, through sports, you know, maybe like a few of them across, but that's about it. Yeah. But, like, so, we're, you know, we, I think people already looked at us as like, Oh, like that's like, whenever like we'd be around, I could tell like, Oh, we're like, and I like, not like an outlier, but in a good way, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when Michael made the NBA, you know, things didn't really change, you know, you know, obviously I went into high school, so, yeah, you know, that's people, so it was, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe I just didn't see it, but. <laughs> All right, so yeah. I'm not going to, so I, I rewatched the, uh, the, the draft, um, the year that your brother, was it 2013? Yeah. Yeah. So I rewatched that, uh, on YouTube and, uh, I saw your mom there. And uh, were you were you there? I couldn't tell if you were there or not. Yeah, we yeah we were there. You could see my mom because you know at the draft they only allow four people at yeah. the uh, at the table. So they they Michael's parents on his dad's side, and Michael's parents on my on my. Yeah. But yeah, I was there. We were all there. It was a good night. Yeah, Hopefully, you got one coming for you soon. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so just talk about uh, going back to high school. You're, so you're coming into high school at this point. You're playing alongside your brother, Max. Um, so like, just talk about what competition was like in high school and um, how things were for you guys as you guys were obviously, you guys are obviously twins and you guys were obviously are both very good basketball players. Um, just talk about some of the guys you played with, some of the guys you played against, how that competition was and where those guys are now. If there's anybody that sticks out in your mind that was tough to play. So are you talking about Hamilton or Tilton? Because I went to two. I started off um, Hamilton or Tilton. Either, either one. Oh, I mean, uh, so I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk a little, a little bit about both because they both, you know, have an effect. You know, I had Hamilton. It was – obviously the competition wasn't as good. You know, freshman year, you know, you know, I'll be, like I've only, I only lost one game in that in that jersey. That was my the playoffs of my freshman year. And it, it wasn't, you know – but I think for my freshman sophomore year, me and Max made a huge jump. Like we were like real, like like small, like. And then we just, I like, I remember looking back on the film, films. I'm like, wow, we really like kind of grew a lot from freshman from that freshman to sophomore year. Like bigger than any any other year. Like trust me, if you saw me in my freshman high school, you'd be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then going on the tilting, you know, it was a big jump for us. You know, di- way different. You know, way different competition. Way different. 
just lifestyle in general. I remember like the first, you know, couple of games. I was like, oh, this is this is I never seen really, you know, okay, the like this is hard. Like it's only gonna get harder. So, you know, it was, but it was the best decision I ever made. You know, you know, if I stayed at Hamilton, I don't think I'd be here today. Yeah, uh, at Creighton, and uh, just you know, be, playing with Max. You know, I you know I still miss it to this day. You know, he's he's still you know, one of the best players I've ever played with. And, you know, you know, we just had like this, we had this, like, what's the word? Um, like a bond? Yeah, just this the, the bond on the court that like, you know, I, I, I always knew what he, what he needed. He always knew what I needed. I always knew where he was at. He always, like, it was, it was, it was, it was good. It was real good. And I still, I think about like every day, like, damn, I miss yeah. that. I miss that. I miss playing with him. Yeah, I see Max posting on Instagram and stuff, talking about that. He, he calls it twin magic. Some, yeah, something he loves, like that. He loves he that. Loves that. <laughs> he definitely loves that. He posts well, a lot I love it too. He just loves posting it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one thing for you guys, like for the listeners, because they don't really, they don't know you guys too well. Obviously, Max is completely different than Marcus. Marcus is, like you said, like six one. He's a he's a point guard, quicker, Ooh. faster. Good ball handling. Told you six two, six two. Sounds like you're, right. you're making it sound like your dog and Max. <laughs> no, no, no. It's your own no, roommate. No. <laughs> No, I'm just saying they're completely different because Max Max is like six 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 seven, yeah, and he's 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 more of like a spot up shooter. He's a good defender too, but he's more definitely more of on the offensive and definitely more of a shooting shooter. So, um, like in high school, it was fun watching because you know Marcus, you know Marcus would dribble, 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 draw, draw, yeah. draw a hoop, draw a lot of attention, to... and then pass yeah, exactly, it over there. and then Max is gonna knock that thing down. So, but uh. But yeah, they were they were fun to watch in high school. And uh and Marcus, you like you want to talk about um what it was like when you you know when you received your first offer and then where it went from there? Um okay, uh I was at I was in Pittsburgh, I believe. Yeah, it, Pittsburgh Jam Fest and I was playing like I was playing two years up and it was I got it. Was, I think it was Towson and Fairleigh Dickerson. You know, I had like thirty something points in in the first game of live period. Live period is when coach, a lot coach, college coaches can come in and watch games. Okay. There's only like three periods throughout the summer, so you know those live periods are really important. Like it, you just have a different feeling of you know because you're playing in front of coaches. And I remember I had a really good game, and they offered me. And you know, I I always knew I you know it felt really good. You know, but it deep in my head I was like, nah, I don't want to go. I want to go. I don't want to go higher. You know, I want to. I want to, I want to make bigger, uh, you know, just, just, just go higher. And, but it, it, it you know, it, it always starts out, starts out like that. And then, you know, after that, I only got like one more, but then I, I went like a whole year without getting any. So like, cause at Tilton, I rarely got any, but it was all AAU. And then, but it was, it was a surreal feeling, you know, just knowing, you know, okay, like at least I can go to school for free, you know, knowing that like, it's, 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 it's an awesome feeling. And, you know, I still remember the day I was in the hotel. My they called my dad, and they were. I was really excited. It was good. Yeah, it's it's definitely definitely surreal. So obviously, uh, you end up at Creighton. Um, like, tell what led you to pick Creighton. What was that? What was that kind of instinct? Do you like the coaches, stuff like that? What What was like the feeling around Creighton? Yeah, you know, I knew you know they wouldn't you know like I knew they would they would allow me to get what I deserve, you know, in terms of like opportunity, in terms of, you know, freedom. And, you know, I, I never wanted to go into a a, a, a program where they're going to be like, okay, well, we're going to promise you this, promise you that. Like, no, like you don't got to promise me anything. Just make sure you, 
do do me right, you know, whatever I deserve, how hard I work, just you know, abide by that. And I knew Crane would do that. And obviously, you know, the coaching staff is, you know, unbelievable. The, uh, you know, the fans, you know, we get like 18,000 fans a night. Like, and then the, the way That's we crazy. play, the, like the way we play is fits my style, you know, fast pace, you know, running gun and shoot a lot of threes, you know, make a lot of plays, you know, the ball's in my hands a lot. And, you know, I just wanted an opportunity to showcase, you know, what I can do. And, you know, I wasn't in for like the, you know, I know people, you know, at first before I went here, they were like, where's Creighton? And now, you know, now it's a little bit different. I think people know a lot about Creighton. And, uh, you know, it's the it's probably one of the best things I ever made in my life, honestly, is. Yeah, um, definitely. What do you, what's it like being coached by Coach Dermott? Because obviously um, his son, right, uh, Doug, is yep. in the NBA. Um, so, like, obviously this, this guy's pretty knowledgeable. So, like, what's it like um, being coached by him? Yeah, it's been it's been awesome being coached by Coach Coach Matt. He, he's he's the man, you know, on and off the floor. You know, he cares about he cares about me more than off the floor than he is on the floor. Like, you know, right now I'm I'm in quarantine and he's he's calling me every day asking if I what do I need? What do I need? You know, anything. You know, he's he's real looking. He's always looked out for me and he always will. So it's just awesome to have him. You know, we're like boys. Like I can go to him about anything. He tells me like I go I've I've gone to him before my girlfriend. Like he's cool. He's cool. Like like. He, he he's the coolest guy, you know. Whenever if someone gets in trouble, you know, I'm not saying I got in trouble, but if someone gets in trouble, he wants to hear it first, and he's 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 on your side, you know. Whatever happens, so you know he's in an off in an on the court, he's like a genius. He has all these like if you knew how many sets we had, you'd be like, dang, like we have <laughs> we have we have so many. Like he's a killer coach, and you know he's he's he, uh, he's in my corner the rest of my life. So it's it's good to have him. Definitely. Um, so obviously a uh, few like notable alumni, uh, you got Doug, like he said, and then you got Kyle Korver, um, and Anthony Tolliver, just to name a few guys. Do you, do you dream to be one of those guys that's, that's mentioned as one of the great alumni of Creighton getting to the league, having an impactful career? Obviously that's a dream. Um, but have you ever, have you ever actually got the chance to speak with any of these guys or play in front of any of them? Yeah, you know, a lot of them like come come back in the summers, and then I ha- I t- I text Doug, you know, every other every few months, you know, he checks in on me or he, you know, he hit me up the uh, like a month ago, I'd say after my injury, and we talked for a little bit, and then whenever whenever he comes, we we work out together, and then I last time I saw Kyle was uh in Milwaukee when we played Marquette, cause he that's so he came to the locker room, we talked for a little bit, he really, it was he's awesome, you know, he's he actually spent a lot of time with my mom in the crowd, cause my mom. Is, is a force when it comes to like meeting people. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, and Anthony, I've met Anthony Tolliver. He comes out, he has a camp in the summer, so we're helping him out in his camp. And then, you know, in our practice center, they have, they have all the they have all the pros who got drafted, like, you know, in, in their jerseys and like in a big poster on, on the wall. So it's pretty cool. And I, I remember I always look up there, like, just wishing I could, you know, just, just wish, just hoping I, I, I can be on that wall one day. And, you know, hopefully that happens. Get the opportunity to come back to as hopefully an NBA player. Um, definitely be on that wall would be cool. Um, but so anyways, take me through uh, like your freshman year playing basketball, school. What was it like for you, the transition from high school to college? Um, what was your freshman season like? Just take us through that a little bit. Freshman year was a, was, was a roller coaster, you know, you know, 
anybody will tell you, you know, no matter if you're a lottery pick, no matter if you're not playing, you know, there's always going to be ups and downs because you're just, you're in unfamiliar territories, you know, it's, it's a business and, you know, you just try to like, you know, take it all in and, you know, just keep, keep it moving. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, I missed the summer before that and with an, with an injury and, uh, I ended up, you know, they ended up, you know, not getting, not, not knowing what, what I had. And I still had the injury going into the season. You know, I tore my hip leg. I had it for like years and I played with it through freshman year. And it was, it was probably one of the hardest things ever. You know, I just, just, just fought the pain every single day and just try to get through, you know, I was counting down the days the season was over, honestly, because my, I was in so much pain. So, but like, I'm, you know, you know, I, I learned so much that freshman year and on and off the court and it's, you know, it helped me grow for my sophomore year. And <clears throat> now I'm just going to keep getting more comfortable, you know, each and every year. And, but it, yeah, it was, it was good. You know, I thought, I, I still thought I had a pretty good year and, you know, I was happy with it. Yeah. Uh, what's it like? What's it like bouncing, um, especially for the younger kids, you know, maybe listening to the podcast, you know, maybe high school kids going, you know, wanting to play college ball. Like what's it, What's it like balancing? Um, I mean, you're playing Division One, so it's the schedule is pretty, you know, tough on you. Um, what's it like balancing, you know, schoolwork and, and basketball? So it's a it's a job, you know. You gotta every day you have you have a schedule. You know, I wake up, you know, depending on the day. Like say it's where say we're in the off season and it's the fall. We're we, we're going to, we're uh, practicing like practice starts in a few weeks. We'll wake up, lift at like early in the morning. You know, go go get some protein, go get some food in you, uh, shower, and then run to class. You know, come back, get a skill work in, skill workout, and go back to class. And then, you know, maybe a team team workout later in the day. Like it's it's a grind every day. You guys, you got lifts, practice, and in class, and then and then study hall at night. So you don't, you know, that free time you, you that free time you guys have right now in quarantine. Enjoy that if you want to. <laughs> if you want to get to this level, because it's just a grind. But I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't want it any other way. You, you know, you want to stay busy. You want to, you know, get your schoolwork done. You know, you know, one thing you, you do got to get is a girlfriend once you get hit. Cause you, you got to be able to like, you know, get away, get away from the grind a little bit and just chill. Honestly, yeah. You know, it's so that's that's that that's one pointer I, I'd say. You know, honestly. <laughs> um. So. They, obviously, uh, you talk to most sophomores. Um, there's like this sense of like comfort and confidence going into their second year, especially in a sport. Was it was it like that for you? Did you definitely feel like more comfortable and you have like this higher sense of confidence? See, like you're not the youngest guy now or something like that. Is there any like feeling that you had that made you feel more comfortable in the system you were playing? And obviously, playing more minutes makes you more comfortable. Just any, you just have a sense of more more confidence essentially going into your sophomore year. Well, I had a I had a lot more you know confidence you know even though I got my hip surgery and I missed a lot of the summer through uh just not being able to play and yeah I had I because I, I knew I I kind of knew what I was ex, you know expecting you know you know it's it's a little nerve wracking when you refresh when you go into your first day of practice you're like damn I don't, I don't know what's going on like I'm I'm not familiar with this I'm not like just you know in life when you're familiar with something and you know what's gonna happen kind of and then and then you can kind of like. That, then, then you can kind of adjust to how you attack it, and that, that's how it is sophomore year. You know, you kind of know what's gonna happen, and then you just try and put yourself in the best position to be successful. You know, that's you know that, that's what it's like. You know, so yeah, I definitely. And then coaches, staff, you know, where they knew who I was, they knew what I brought to the table, and you know, they just you know gave me some freedom. And yeah, it's been it's been good, and I look forward to even a bigger jump 
opportunities. What's your uh, What's your goal for uh, next year? I mean, I know, um, like you said, you're you know you're in rehab right now, but um, you should be ready for next year, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back in like June. Okay, so what's your you know you guys kind of got you guys had it rolling. Um, I think at one point you were what like you were seventh in the in the country. Yeah, I think seventh in the country. Yeah. So I mean, you guys, like I said, you guys had it rolling, and uh, you know, you're probably gonna make a, a good dent into that uh, March Madness. But obviously, that got kind of stripped away from this, um, from this, you know, all this shit going on. But um, what's your, you know, what's your goal for next year? Yeah, I mean, my goal is, you know, you know, kind of live up to the hype, and you know, people have us, you know, a lot, a top ten team going in, you know, just sustain that, and then you know, try and win every game as possible. You know, I'm. I'm big off, you know, I don't really like saying individual goals because I know that those bigger goals are not going to create those individual goals. So, you know, bigger goals include, like, you know, winning a regular season Big East title again, and, you know, then winning the Big East title and making a run in March Madness. You know, I I, I just want to be able to just, you know, make it make it and win it, win it, win it every uh, each each thing. You know, I feel like there's, a you know, win the, non, win the non-conference, then win the conference, and then win the Big East championship and then you know go far in the tournament you know wherever that takes us yeah so uh yeah going back to this previous season um so obviously you have that a game against providence uh coming down to the last uh 20 seconds or so it's um 74 74 you bring the ball up like like i said earlier you're kind of living in that like underdog lifestyle the announcer of that game i don't know if you've listened to it you probably rewatched it back at least once um says get the uh get the ball to tyshawn and get out of the way but eventually you obviously take the shot about five feet beyond the arc you bury the three walk back down the court and then you do the mcgregor walk what was that feeling (laughs) (laughs) what was that feeling like just in that moment where you did you know you were going to take that shot were were you actually uh, the one who was supposed to take the shot? Just take us through that that feeling of hitting that game winner on a on a big stage like that. Um, yeah, there was a, a, lot, a lot of emotions that like go, first of all going into that game like I, I don't like something crazy like happened to my like system like I couldn't like I don't even know like I couldn't like that's why I didn't start that game because yeah I, like literally like. So like after I stretch out with my one of my trainers on the table, I I got up and I like couldn't walk. Like my my head was spinning. It was crazy. Like I, I would think I was so dehydrated because and like it, it led up to like the last like couple minutes of to to tip off and then I then I then I got I felt good, but I was still dizzy. Like I just felt a little dizzy throughout the game. Like so it was one of like the worst games I've played in. So like going up to the last play, I was like honestly, whatever happens, like. It can't get any worse than what what are what, what's already been happening throughout the game, like like six turnovers, like. <laughs> so obviously I was like Todd, I was like Tyshawn, go get the ball, but usually I'll go get it, like. But I was like, yo, go get it. So then they denied him, so I went to go get it. I was like, honestly, I'm about to just shoot this. <laughs> I mean, what's the worst that happens? You go into OT. <laughs> exactly. And then when it came off, I knew I I actually didn't know it was gonna go in because it came off right, right off. How I was supposed to, and it looked it looked right on, and it went in, and I was just it was surreal, you know. You kind of dream about those moments, and then at the end, I remember I remember like thinking like I've always wanted to do the McGregor walk, <laughs> so I did it for I did it at the end. I should have done it right when I turned around, but I was afraid that he was gonna pass it in quick. So I'm not gonna lie, my my uh my friends from Stonehill 
they're like huge Providence College fans. They're all from you know Western Mass, closer to uh, Rhode Island. Um, so they're all Providence fans, and they you know they're texting me. They're like, "Oh, Creighton's not that good. Creighton's not that good," because they obviously know I went to school with you and all that. And uh, and I was like, "All right, wait, wait, wait." And they're like, "Marcus didn't start." Like I didn't know why he didn't start, and I was like, "Like obviously, because they didn't really know yet." And I was like, "Damn, I don't like I don't know what's going on, but." I was sticking by his side, and then I and then I was like, all right, all right, here we go. So Mark, so like you said, you got the ball, you're bringing it up, and then you hit that shot, and you hit the McGregor walk, and I was taking a video on Snapchat of you, and you just and they turned the camera to do, to you, and you're doing the McGregor walk, and I and I said to my friends, and they're like, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy. It's just crazy because like. It's just cool, kind of cool. I like you play so bad, and then you do like one thing. Like <laughs> people forget about it. Like it's just crazy how like that life works, you know. So it was good. Yeah, that was crazy. And and that was um that was a home game, right? Uh yeah yeah yeah. So obviously, like the dreams to hit a game winner, like anywhere would be cool. But like even to hit it at home, the fans and everything. What was that? Just like hearing the fans, the feeling of it, like. It was, you know, that place is so loud. So like, I was, you know, I've it's been loud like that before. You know, it was it was so cool just to be able to, hit, you know, just 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 look at them because at the time you don't really realize it. You know, when you're on the court, you don't really think about the whole crowd. You're just playing. You know, sometimes you'll just look out like, damn, it's like that scene hall game. I was, I remember, I was looking at, it, I was like, yo, this is nuts. Like that, it was yeah. like standing room only. Like, you know, but yeah, it's 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 surreal just seeing all those, seeing seeing all those people there. Yeah, and uh, that Seton Hall game you mentioned, um, the Big East uh, championship and stuff like that. You get into that game, and it's like it was actually a really close game. Like the scoreboard might not show it at the end. It's a definitely it was eighty to something. I don't know something like that. But it was a big big margin by the end. But the whole game was close up until those final like couple minutes. And uh, what did you have like a moment specifically where you know you like won the Big East, and was it kind of surreal? You know, we knew if we won, we we would, we would share with the other teams. But we know we know deep down, we we was it should have been us. You know, we were ranked, we we had the one seed in the Big East tournament. So, you know, I, I didn't really mind the idea of you know we can share the regular season title. But we we had the same record as both of them, and we beat Seton Hall yeah. twice. And then, you know, we should have beat Villanova twice. We just let it slip the first game. So, I mean, obviously couldn't couldn't finish that with what happened. But you know, you guys definitely had the feeling of number one. Um, but yeah, so obviously you talked about your freshman year. Just take us a little bit. We obviously talked about a couple moments throughout your sophomore year. So your sophomore year, you finished with about 16, four, five, um, one, about one steal a game shooting like 49% from the field, 42% from three, obviously you get some, um, some all American honors, honorable mentions, stuff like that. Um, just talk about how, what made it so much different than your freshman year. Obviously you still had good numbers freshman year, but the improvements that you made and what kind of made it a better sophomore year for you? Yeah, you know, I was just, you know, I was just real familiar with our offense and, you know, what you know, kind of what to expect, you know, what's a good shot on offense and what's a bad shot, what's a, what's a good pass, you know, what's, what's, the, what's the right play. And I just, you know, overall I just came a better play, all-around player, you know. I just I, I kind of knew, you know, going into the game, you know, how the defense was going to guard me and how the defense was, was going to guard ball screens and, you know, I just became a student of the game that that off season going into freshman, I me mean, going from freshman to sophomore, and you know, watching a lot of film, and you know, I just knew that you know, not only like you can't get better just by just working out on the court. You can watch film. You can you can you can uh, 
get your mental, you know, you know, that's one thing I got my mental, my mentality going to games have changed. You know, I, I'm more calm. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I've just became so, so much better mentally and stuff like that. Just through like, uh, just ups and downs my, and just knowing, you know, what to expect and stuff like that. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that was, it was definitely a great season for you. Obviously you're looking to bounce back. So in that moment you got injured, did you feel it? Did you, did you know what was happening? Um, what was it like for you when you just got injured right in that moment in the last game? And how was that for you? You obviously were out for the last, what was it, the last few, uh, few minutes of the game or the last half, something like that. Um, so I, like obviously in, in the, on TV, it showed that you were on the sideline. So everybody knew you were out. Um, did you know what was happening, what, what the injury was? Did you feel it? Yeah, I think, you know, going off like the, you know, the, the MRIs and, you know, they've said I've had something there for, for, for a little while now because they can tell by the, by, by how, it, you know, how it looks, you know, after the, the tear. And, you know, I remember like in the fall of this year, I felt like a similar pop in my knee in practice and I was out for like two, three days, but I was good. And and I remember in high school, my knee used to pop a little bit like on the outside, just like doing certain stretches that it would be like, you know, when you, you know, when your IT band gets really tight and your knee kind of, you know, yes. and, uh, you know, that's, I, I think that's kind of what happened. And then in the game, you know, I went for the steal and, you know, I felt the pop again, but then I also like, I really couldn't straighten my knee completely, but you know, you know, after that, I was like, you know what? I didn't, you know, I didn't know it was going to be this bad. You know, I, I mean, it, it really isn't bad. You know, this is like the best injury it could have happened. You know, just meniscus, you know, I get to repair it, you know. Yeah. I don't lose any of it, you know. it's, But, you know, I since it felt so much like the one in the fall and I was good in like three days, I, I wasn't sure what's going to happen. And then, you know, when I found out, you know, it was it, I, it was it was one of the toughest days because I, I knew I was going to miss the rest of the season. And, um, but it was – you know, it couldn't it couldn't have happened at a better time. You know, at that last yeah. play, last game, like, and then this whole quarantine. I always say, like, dang, like, at least the virus looked out for my knee, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, you, uh, like, I mean, obviously, I, I'm roommates with Max, so like, obviously, I heard the news, and then I was like, you know, that sucks because you guys were, you know, going for something big, and uh, and then you know, all this shit happens, and you guys don't end up playing again, and I was like. You know, damn, like looking back on it, like that's some, um, you know, that's God going to work for you. So, yeah, and it was, it was definitely clicking for you guys too at the end of the year. You guys were obviously hot, and that must have just, yeah, yeah we, was going, we was going to win the Big East, and we was going to make a run, but it's all right. We got next year. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, so, um, obviously, you're, you're trying to find ways to improve your game. Obviously, you need to recover, go through rehab, but if there's like one thing you could improve in your game for next season, what would it be? Um, I probably just say you know my my strength and you know, being able to draw fouls, you know, put the other team in foul trouble, and you know, just leading, you know, leading for forty minutes, you know, not 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 just leading when things are going good, but leading when things are going bad, not only for me individually but as a team. So that's one thing I look forward to that role. And coach knows that I'm I'm ready. I think I'm going to be ready for that role of being you know a leader through my voice and just being there for my third year. You know, I'm familiar. I'm going to help help a lot of guys out and. You know, just, you know, always trying to, you know, do what's best for the team, you know, whether that's, you know, doing whatever on the court. Yeah, for sure. So you, you obviously have um, 
what was it two two of your teammates are declaring for the draft um and then what's uh Balak obviously was he he was a senior correct uh no he's a junior he's, oh he's, he's back. a junior okay so he's yeah, going he back like a senior, but nah yeah, out there watching him and what some of the the shots he hit is just crazy, and he gets yeah, hot so funny. fast. So he's yeah, definitely he's another, another guy that you have coming back for you guys. So that's good. Um, so like, you got any any last words you want to say to the listeners? Uh, any anything you can tell some kids who may be listening to this? Uh, you know, anybody who's just trying to get to this level, you know, you just you know don't don't let failure, don't let uh, you know, doubts and, you know, bad, bad thoughts at night or, you know, you know, wondering if you're ever going to get it. Just, just stick your head down and just keep working and just, just, just work, work, work. Like that was one thing that, you know, I've started to realize now, you know, I, I, I wish I had this mentality back three, four years ago because I know I used to hate, you know, failures. I used to hate not succeeding, but if anything, those, those are the times where you, where you grow the most and where you learn the most. And, you know, in order to get better, you got to grow and you got to learn. So, you know, without, without all the failure, without all the, you know, the negativity, you know, without all the, the bad thoughts that come to your head about, you know, what's going to happen. Like, what if, like, say I had to play bad this game, what's going to happen? Like, just, 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 just keep it moving and just keep your head down and just keep working and, you know, just, just relax, you know, don't, 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 don't let, don't, don't stress out over it and just, you know, just just smile and just just work. You know, that's one thing I realized is, you know, life ain't that bad when you when you shoot two for ten. Like you're still you're you're still good. <laughs> yeah, it's just just one game, stuff like that. Exactly. So that's one thing. You know, just I've always realized that failure is is good. You know, you can't you can't get success without that failure. You know. Yeah. So is there like real quick one last thing? You do you have any time to keep up with the league while you guys are playing and stuff and all the school going on? Any any is there a team that you like you favor? Um, anything like that? Anybody you wanted to win the championship? Obviously the season's held off for now, but uh, you have a favorite? I have the Magic winning it this year. Maybe a little play. little bias there, but now. <laughs> no. Honestly, the the king LeBron was gonna win it this year for sure. Yes, sir. Right. I was just gonna ask, who the hell is the goat? Oh, who's the goat? Oh man, you know, I, and I'm not going off like the uh, this 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 documentary that just came out. I'm going off. I've always said, you know, I've grown up. I've been a LeBron guy, but you know, thinking about it, you know, it just things were different back then. You know, you know, right yeah. now I'm I'm MJ one A and LeBron one B, but like I don't. If LeBron gets one or two more, I think. You got you have no choice but to give it to LeBron. I don't. I, I really don't. I, I, I this is like the worst. I hate this argument. I hate it. Yeah. There's no right answer. You know you can't. You know you can you you can argue each of them and you have you have a million things to say because they're so because they're so nasty and so good. So. Yeah, I but, know. I know. I'm Jordan. Eric's Eric's LeBron. Eric, I guess we'll ha- we'll need somebody else to settle it. But uh. yeah, I mean, if there was a draft for like. All players throughout the years, I, I I'd be like, can I get the second pick? I'll just take the second pick. I don't want to <laughs> pick between them. I'd rather just yeah. fall back on the one I didn't get picked. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so obviously, uh, it's gonna be wrap it up, guys. Thanks, thanks for uh, coming in, Marcus. We appreciate it. We uh, hope you're well, recovering from your injury. Um, hopefully this goes by quick. You're able to get back on the court, do the things you want to do, the things you want to do to improve, especially. Um, we, we wish you a, a good season. Obviously you'll be in touch with Eric. I don't know if you'll be back on here again, but if you are, that'd be great. 
Um, so definitely good having you on. We uh, wish you we wish you well next season. Hopefully you guys can uh, go further and the season isn't stopped for uh, these circumstances again. But uh, yeah, so definitely thanks for being on here. Uh, yeah, my pleasure, man. Thank you, guys. No problem, uh, Eric. You got anything to say? No, just uh, I'll be I'll be watching you again. I'll keep watching. Yes, there, bro. Always got you. But uh, guys. but yeah, get well. But get well, uh, you know, and um, you're gonna have a hell of a year next year, and then we'll see what where it takes you from there. You know, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, uh, I know your goal is you know make it big time. So, you know, every, you got a lot of people rooting for you. So keep working. Appreciate you, man. You're the you're the big time though. You're mad big time. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> All right, thanks for All stopping right. in, guys. That's gonna do it. Peace.